Who remembers what we talked about last week? Yes, Shamal. Um, sacrificing your body Awesome. Sacrificing your body and doing things in the spirit, becoming more spiritual. Becoming more spiritual. Amazing. What else? What else did we talk about last week? Yes, Emmanuel. The sins of the flesh. Right. We talked about the sins of the flesh. For example, Lying, adultery, adultery uh, anger, anger, jealousy, jealousy discord. discord, good, what else, fornication, yes, what else, we talked about witchcraft, remember? Great. Okay. What one thing, and this question is for you, Nick. What one thing did you take home from yes from last week's lesson? Oh yeah, you did leave early. You have to be spiritual. Beverly, what one thing did you take home? Think hard, because I'm not going anywhere. Oh, um, that. I forgot, but I know I took one thing, because I, I used it in, in school one time. You but did? I, try, I have to remember. I used it against my friend, because she was talking, and I'm like, my pastor said that it's... <laughs> and you don't remember what it is? No, but when I remember, I'll get back you to you. remember, you get to me. Okay. You know... Reading the Bible a lot of the time is like food. Who remembers what you ate three weeks ago? See, don't remember. But whatever you ate, did it contribute to your growing? <laughs> you lie to yourself. Whatever you ate, even though you don't remember what it was, it still contributes to your growing, right? A lot of the times, you'll find reading the Bible like that. And the devil tries to deceive you. You read the Bible this morning, you go into the day, what did you read? I don't remember. And then you're like, there's no use reading the Bible. No, there is a use. Keep reading it. Even if you don't remember, keep reading it. It's contributing to your growth. All right? So, last week we talked about becoming spiritual. We started everything by prayer, nothing without prayer. No, I, I took home two things, but one thing I remember is uh -huh. about praying about everything. Like this week, I prayed about everything. This week, you prayed about everything, including people who booked to do their hair. Yeah, but you have to I pray here after school no more, so I have to wait till Friday and Saturday. Oh, you're right. Friday and Saturday. Those, those who are coming, you have to pray. Do you understand? Yeah, you don't do anybody's hair without praying about it. You know what time I thought? You have to pray, Lord. I'm going to do. Akosia's hair, anoint my hands as I do her hair. You have to pray. I'm, yeah, I'm serious. Right? Pray about everything. When you are going to do your hair, 
at somebody else's place. You pray about it. God, I'm going to do my hair. Let your fire be on my hair as my hair is being done. Protect me. Okay? Pray about everything. There's nothing too insignificant to not pray about. Pray about everything. The teacher just did some scribbling on the board and you missed it and you didn't get it. Lord, I missed what he just said. Help me to catch up. Pray about everything. You are becoming spiritual as you begin to pray about everything. And today, I need your attention, please. We're continuing. This series won't be long. Hallelujah. You guys need to get close to God. You have to know when God is around. Okay? You know, God can be standing right beside you and you will not know it. Jesus is here right now. Thank you, Jesus. We welcome your presence, Lord Jesus. Robaskibale Moshinda Rabakatalias. Zizombale Mvredele Mendo Sikunda Rabadilias. Thank you, Lord. Perosh Kishazem Velos. Kimona Rabanelias. Open our hearts. Open our ears. Jesus, your words are words of life. Help us to hear you. As you walk amongst us, and sit amongst us. Let us hear your voice. Karamoshida la madalas. Zeva lamendo lovronde lemendo sikiritos. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right. Everything by prayer. Nothing without prayer. And we started talking about our theme scripture, which is in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Jonathan, read for me. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplications with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which has set all understanding so keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus amen. amen so don't worry about anything if there is anything worth worrying about that same thing is worth praying about okay you guys next time bring notebooks so that you write when I'm preaching or teaching or talking okay write if you want to do well in school and you don't write notes in class, you are joking. Do you write notes in class? Yeah. Right. Watch all the students who do well. They write lots of notes. It's not always true, but it's mostly true. And it's mostly true the students who just sit and watch, they don't do very well. Mostly. It's not always. There are some exceptions. But most of the time, the students who write a lot do very well. 
because there's not a lot of time to sit and study. You realize that if you've been in school for some time, you see that there's not enough time to sit and study. But as you are writing, there's something about writing that commits to memory. So as a, as a student is taking notes in class, whatever they are writing stays in their mind. Even if they don't get a chance to study again, they remember that I was writing this. But you who are not writing, you now have to make time to study. And because the time is not enough, you'll be behind. There's nothing different when we come to God's house. The angel said to John, God was speaking and showing John some things. And the angel said to him, what you see, write it down. If you don't write, you won't go far with God. So I challenge you next week, bring a notebook and a pen and be writing. You see now, I just put scriptures on the screen. Even though I have points, I'll just say it, but I won't put the points here. I want you to write it down when I'm saying it. And then you will become an exceptional Christian. What was I saying? You were talking about <coughs> I was talking about taking notes in class. Before taking notes, what was I saying? All right. So I was saying that if there is anything worth worrying about, then it is what? It is worth praying about. That is a good statement to write down, you see. If there is anything worth worrying about, that same thing is worth praying about. And last week, we ended off and I said I was going to give you seven reasons why you must pray about everything. Who remember I said that? I said I was going to give you seven reasons. Seven reasons. I'm going to give you. And in fact, it has increased to nine reasons. Right? So I'm going to give you nine reasons why you must pray about everything. And if you are writing, you have the nine reasons. But if you are just listening, you have to listen to the podcast after. Nine reasons why you must pray about everything. So we'll talk about the nine reasons. And then we will switch. So the nine reasons will go through very quickly. But the main thing we're going to talk about today is praying for God's will. Praying for the will of God. That's the main thing. One of the most life-transforming things that I learned. Praying about the will of God. So nine reasons why you must pray about everything. Reason number one. You must pray about everything because prayer prepares you and makes you ready to stand before Jesus. Emmanuel, read for me. Luke 21, 36. Watch ye therefore and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Amen. Amen. Watch ye therefore and pray always. Pray every time. Pray about everything. Pray always. Why? So that you'll be accounted worthy to escape all these things that are coming and to stand before the Son of Man. The Son of Man there is Jesus Christ. Pray always so that you can stand before Jesus. The number one reason why you must pray about everything is to prepare you to stand before Jesus. I can tell you that Christians who do not pray will not stand before Jesus. <laughs> they are just deceiving themselves. If you don't pray, you are just deceiving yourself. It's just a matter of time. You'll be wiped away from the faith. 
Satan will just shake you and you will run away. And you will say, I don't know Jesus. You know, the, the, I already told you, tried by fire, if you remember. There, there is a shaking that is coming. That is going to shake our faith and test us when we say we love Jesus. It's going to really test you. <laughs> Do you really love Jesus like you're saying you love him? And if you are not prayerful, huh, you will run away. You say, I don't know him. You will deny Jesus. But the one who prays always, every time you are praying, you are preparing yourself to be able to stand. To stand in the midst of anything. And ultimately to stand before Jesus. This is Jesus himself speaking. He said, watch ye therefore and pray always. Pray always. He said, he's saying, don't pray scantily. Do you know what scantily means? You just pray on Monday. And then you don't pray again till Saturday. And then you don't pray again till two weeks after. That's not, you are not serious. You are not serious. He said, pray always. You did English language. You know what always means, right? Always means always. And Jesus is saying, when you pray always, you are preparing yourself to stand before me. The second reason why you must pray always is, in the same scripture, when you pray always, you will be able to escape many troubles that others will not escape. Many troubles. You will escape many troubles that others will not escape there are many things in this life that happens to the general population but the person who prays can escape them so i'm talking of some shaking up coming some trials coming whatever it is whatever form it is when you pray you can escape whilst other christians are who don't pray are not escaping Jesus is saying, watch and pray so that you will be counted worthy to escape. You'll be counted worthy to escape. Who wants to escape when the devil is coming around? I want to escape. Of course, the devil is coming. I want to escape. But if you don't pray, if you don't pray, all you do is just dress nicely and um, walk about, do your wig, Brazilian hair, um, what other hair? Where do you get the hair? Cambodian, Cambodian hair. Uh, where else do you get the hair? Beverly? Where else do you get the hair? Brazilian, Cambodian hair. Malaysian, Malaysian hair. Kinky curls. Kinky curls. Yeah. Uh, you nice hair. Um, I see hair. I see hair. How about the fingernails? Jenny oh, nails. Jenny nails. And the, and the eyelashes. PSW. PSW. <laughs> right? So if you don't pray and all that you care about is PSW and I see. Oh, BSW. BSW, Diamond Star Eyelashes. Right? And fingernails and Brazilian hair and the makeup. You think the devil is scared about all those things? No. So if you don't pray, but you just dress nicely your body. Remember last week we were talking about the body. You will not escape. It will surprise you that God will not deliver you. <laughs> You'll be shocked that you didn't escape. But if you pray, 
you can escape. Amen? Number three, prayer brings a supernatural element into everything. Supernatural element into everything. When we say supernatural, Judah, how do you understand it? Things beyond the natural. Things beyond the natural. What is the natural? The natural is what we see, right? Everything around us. The things that make sense naturally. That's what we see. But prayer, hey, are you listening? Prayer brings the supernatural into everything. Nick, read for me. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Amen. Now let's read this one. Proverbs 3, 5 to 7. Yep, read, Nick. Trust in the Lord with all, with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Amen. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways. Look at verse 6. In all your ways, in everything you are doing, in everything, in all your ways, acknowledge him. How do you acknowledge God? By praying. When you are praying about something, you are acknowledging God. Yes, Nick? What was the verse before? The verse before. Matthew 26, 41. This verse was in relation to the second point that when you pray about everything, you will escape many troubles that others will not escape. He says, watch and pray so that you do not what? Enter into temptation. Temptation is troubles, trials. So people who don't pray, what do you think they will enter into? They will enter into troubles. You wake up in the morning, jump, 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 and then you go. No prayer. You are just entering into troubles. Everything may go very well. You may have a great day. You think you are having a great day, but you don't know that the devil is stealing from you. You don't know that the devil, as you have just gone out into the day, some demons have just entered you. You didn't know. Quietly, they have come to trouble you. But when you wake up and you pray, I challenge you guys to speak in tongues before you leave home. You have the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you don't pray in tongues. You are, I don't know, I don't know how to describe you. Pray in tongues. You wake up in the morning. Mano karedo skevele bredula mazendeleleba. 30 minutes, one hour. You speak in tongues before you go out. Demons see you coming, they are running away. Jesus said, when you do that, you will not fall into temptation. Now, in this third point, why you must pray about everything, the third point is that when you pray about everything, you bring a supernatural element into everything. Do you know that studying, studying for your exam, is a supernatural activity? Do you know? Do you know that you can bring the supernatural into your studies? Uh, now, the Hindu or Buddhists, they know that. So they make sure they bring the supernatural into their studies. Right? Whilst, sadly, the Christian, 
just studies like that and goes to write exams without bringing the supernatural into your studies. When we were in secondary school, there were people who were using voodoo to study. Yeah. It's probably the Indians. No, no, I, I, I'm talking of Ghana. So, uh, some of our friends, are you listening? Some of our friends were using voodoo. They go to the fetish priest who does some stuff for them, gives them a bangle, something. You think that is decoration that they put on them. But as you are sitting in class studying, you are seriously studying, they will be lying in, the, in your room on your pillow. They won't be studying. They'll just be lying on your pillow. Everything you are studying is going into their head. That's how come there are people who study a lot, but they fail. And there are people who don't study at all, and they are doing very well. They, are, they have brought the supernatural into their studies. Are you listening? So if you are a Christian, you don't pray to bring the supernatural into your studying you are, you are joking. Right? You are joking. The Hindu wakes up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. to chant. For one hour, two hours before they come to class. Nicely dressed. You have slept, uh, woken up at 7 a.m. And you just go straight to class. How can you do well? How can you understand what the teacher is saying? But when you pray, you bring the supernatural into what you are doing. He said, in all thy ways, in all thy subjects, in all thy courses, in all thy exams, acknowledge him. As in, pray to him. The moment you do that, he said, he, who is the he? God. He shall direct your paths. Are you listening? The moment, the moment you begin to go on your knees, you have begun to activate the supernatural into your studies. Then the God immediately steps in into your studies. And he begins to direct. Me, that's how come I did well in school. People think that I'm smart. It's not that I'm smart. I, I brought the supernatural into my studies. There are times, there's no time. There's too much to study. Short time, there's a lot to study. I can't read it all. I close my eyes and say, God, take me to what is coming in the exams. Let me study that. And I just pray, I say, Amen. And I open my book and I start to study. I just by faith open wherever and I study. And lo and behold, <laughs> it comes in the exams. And I will write and pass. You know? I pick past questions, previous questions from the previous years. And then I go through. I say, Lord, direct me. He said, he shall direct your path. I said, Lord, direct me. Take me to what is important. Because, you know, all that the, your teacher is teaching, do you know that it's not everything that is coming on the exams? But whatever comes on the exams will determine whether you, you pass or not. You see, it's not fair. Because you can study all the other parts. But the only part that you didn't study is what will come in the exams, and then you will fail. It's not fair. But if you become spiritual, you will, through prayer, bring the supernatural into your studies and go on your knees. God, this exams, make me the head and not the tail. 
Mekaradosh, Jevaralabaka, Melobrakataya. One hour. When you have done that, you have activated the supernatural. As you are sitting there writing the exams, you are not sitting there alone. There are angels who are helping you. This one tells you the answer. That one tells you. You think it's coming from your thoughts, but you don't know that spiritually you have help around you. So I'm challenging you. Pray about everything and don't do anything without prayer. Amen? How many of you will bring the supernatural into your studies? Yeah. It will amaze you. Suddenly you become smart. You yourself, you'll be surprised. That, you, hey, how come now I can understand the things that I'm reading? Amen? Let's move on. Number four reason why you must pray about everything. Because prayer brings a blessing. A blessing into everything. A blessing. Shema, read for me. And when he had taken the five loaves and the two fishes, he looked up to the heavens and, bl and blessed, he, and, and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set, before him, to set before them. And the two fishes divided he among them. Amen. I said prayer does what? Brings a blessing into every situation. You know, Jesus was faced with more than 5,000 people, he had to give them food. And he only had, what, five loaves and two fishes. How can that feed 5,000 people? He decided, I need this small food to be blessed. How will he get the small food to be blessed? Through prayer. The moment he prayed, God blessed the food, it multiplied. Now, there's something I want you to realize in this earth, there are two things that control everything that happens in the world. Everything. Whether you are a Christian or not, whether you believe in God or not, there are two things that control everything that you do. You want to know what those two things are? Yeah. Do you really want to know? Two things. This is a secret. Very, very true. Those two things are blessings and curses. Everything that is happening is in one of those two. Blessing or curse. Look at Revelation 22 verse 3. Emmanuel, read for me. Emmanuel. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Amen. Amen. This is talking about when there's a new heaven and a new earth. And one of the things that makes this world that we live in different from the new world that is coming is that the new world has no curse. Only blessing. But this world has blessing and curse. And those two things is what controls this world. A curse and a blessing. There are things you do, it brings a curse. Like stealing. When you steal, you are cursed. It doesn't matter who you are. The Bible said, a curse is in the house of the thief. Right? So, you shouldn't joke with stealing. All different forms of stealing. There's a curse. And you know what a curse does? When there's a curse on, on you, whatever you do will be dictated by the curse. If the curse says you will not do well, I mean, you can steady your head out. You will always fail. 
if there's a curse that says you will never do well, you can always, you can get all A's, but if the curse on you says you will not do well, you can get all A's, but you will not get a job. That, that it happens. There are many people like that. Yeah? If, there, if there's a curse on you that says because of this and this and that, you always struggle. It doesn't matter how hard you try, you always be struggling. That's the power of a curse. Huh? Yes, Beverly. Okay, so I went to this other church, like, after, like, I came from our church one time for, like, a Thanksgiving or something, and the pastor was preaching, and he was talking about, like, curses, and he was saying how, like, your mom and your dad can curse you, but they don't know it. Like, if they're, like, like insulting you, like, for example, if you don't do something that they tell you, and they're, like, oh, like, what you you know, something like that, like, that, like, is that included as a curse? Of course. Like, That's a big curse. People who have authority over you, like your parents or your pastor, when they say something negative over you, it's the most powerful thing. It can affect you. Or your teacher. People who have authority over you. Right? That's why when your teacher says you are dumb, you have to say, I don't, I'm not dumb. I'm smart in Jesus' name. You just reply, I, I'm not dumb at all. You are lying. Right? It's a curse. So, are you listening? Curses are around in this world. And that is what controls everything and then blessings. But prayer will always activate blessings in your life. Prayer. When Jesus prayed, it activated blessings over the food. Hmm? And God has pronounced so many blessings over our lives that prayer will activate. Are you with me? Number five. Prayer brings the mighty Holy Spirit into every situation. The mighty Holy Spirit. Isaac, read for me. Acts 4.31. Acts 4.31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken, where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke uh, the word of God with boldness. Amen. And they spoke... That's the King James English. They spoke the word of God with boldness. They spoke the word of God with boldness. When they had prayed, the place was what? Shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Prayer brings who? The mighty Holy Spirit into the situation. Do you know how powerful the Holy Spirit is? The Holy Spirit is super powerful. Super powerful. Everything in the world was created through the power of the Holy Spirit. The mighty Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you know, we see that Samson is strong. What made Samson strong was the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came upon Samson, he took hold of a lion and tore it apart. That was the mighty Holy Spirit coming upon him. Another name for the Holy Spirit is called, he's called the Spirit of Might. The Spirit of Might. He came upon Samson. Samson was able to carry huge gates, took it from its foundation and carried it on his shoulders and climbed a mountain with it. 
The Holy Spirit, when he came upon Samson, one man, he killed thousands and thousands of the enemy, Philistines, with, with a jawbone, not even with a machine gun, with a jawbone of a donkey, which was in the ground. He just took it and he killed thousands of the Philistines who had, they had swords and spears. But when the Holy Spirit came upon him, he was able to overcome them all. When you pray, you may be as tiny and small like Shemuel <laughs> sitting here. But because of prayer, it will amaze you that he will be able to do things that people as grown up as myself cannot do. Yeah. That's the mighty Holy Spirit comes upon you. Things, that was why God could use somebody like David, a small boy, to kill Goliath, a giant, because the mighty Holy Spirit came upon him. So, you have to pray about everything. There will be nothing that you cannot do. Then, number six, Irina, read for me. Yep. Okay. And he was withdrawn from them about the stones cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him mm -hmm. from heaven, strengthening him. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. number six, prayer brings angelic involvement into every situation. Angels become activated. And they, they constantly come around to help you. The moment you begin to pray about something, that's what instructs angels, prayer. The moment you begin to pray, angels are moving fast up and down, taking your requests, bringing answers, arranging things in your way. Many times when I'm driving, I'm praying about the traffic. When I'm going and I'm, I see that I'm late and I see on the GPS there's traffic, I say, Lord, Send the angels to clear the way, clear the traffic. And very soon, by the time I get there, it's all cleared. Pray about everything. You see, you usually think God is not interested about traffic on the highway. <laughs> you are joking. If he's interested in the tiny hair on my head, he's interested in the traffic on my way. Right? Amen. So I pray about everything. Prayer brings angels. If you don't pray, it will amaze you. No angel will come around to help you. No angel will come around to help you. And in this world, if there are no angels helping you, you are going to really struggle. You see, the people in the world, the unbelievers, they don't need to bother. You know, Satan doesn't worry them because they already belong to him. So he can easily give them the stuff. Or like he showed Jesus. Or everything that belongs, everything, the beauty of this world, Satan was telling Jesus, you just have to worship me, I'll give it to you. So that's what Satan is doing to the celebrities, you know. They just worship him, he gives them the, the stuff. But you, who say you won't worship Satan? And you say you worship God. If you don't pray, eh, angels won't come to help you. Even Jesus, the son of God, when he was on earth, he needed angels to help him. The Bible said when he prayed, there appeared an angel strengthening him. Amen? Yes, Vanessa. Um, is it true that angels can come on 
Yes. Angels oftentimes appear like another human being. Just like another human being to help you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are many in the 9-11 attack. There are many accounts where people who were under the rubble with the building on them and everything when they prayed in that almost dying, some firefighter came around to help them. Then when they were helped and later came out, they were trying to look for that firefighter. And then they were told, no, at the time that you said you saw that fire, the fire people had not even arrived on the scene. No car had come. It was an angel. It happens all over the place. Angels, they are here with us. They are here with us. Like as we are seated here, you, you just see yourselves. <laughs> there are more angels here than we who are here. Right now. Right now. Oh, yeah. Plenty. You know why they have to be here? Because the devil has an equal interest in our gathering. So they have to be here to fight them off. And they have to be here also. Are you listening? They have to be here also to take our instructions. You know how we give angels instructions? Through prayer. The moment you pray, especially when you begin to speak in tongues. Oh boy. Angels move faster. Faster when you are speaking in tongues. Because you know, let me tell you the secret. Angels serve only one purpose. Who, you know what that purpose is? No. God's purpose. They are not your, it's not like, you, oh, I want um, fried fish and um, some nice whatever. Then the angel will go and grab it for you. No, no, no. They are not, who, who, who do you think you are? <laughs> right? But they are here to serve God's interest. So if, for instance, God's interest is that you will get fried fish and jollof. Right. And then you ask God for what he is interested in. God, you want me to get fried fish and jollof? I need fried fish and jollof now. I sharp. The angel will bring it to you. But the question is, how will you know that God's interest is for you to get fried fish and jollof right now? You won't know. Many times you won't know. But the moment you begin to speak in tongues, you think the Holy Spirit knows exactly what God wants for you right now? Do you think the Holy Spirit knows? Of course he does. So the moment you begin to speak in tongues, the Holy Spirit begins to pray exactly what God wants. Boom! The angels are already on, uh, in service. They begin to move to answer the prayers. So that's why I spent time to speak in tongues. I mean, you should be praying in tongues more than you pray with English or tree. If it's the opposite, you are still a baby. You are still a baby. baby in the Lord. You need to grow and speak in tongues, Hadassah. You need to spend hours. Okay? I'll show you a scripture today. I'll show you how that Jesus Christ is surprised if you can't pray for at least one hour. Yep. Jesus is shocked. He's shocked at you. If you can't pray for one hour. He's shocked. Okay, I'll show you that scripture. Okay. Yes, Vanessa. Yes, very, very possible. How you get there is when you pray more. 
you pray, you have to spend a lot of time praying in tongues to grow your spirit. Then you get to the place where you, you'll be able to understand what, what you are praying about sometimes. But it's also something, remember, pray about everything. You can pray to the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, help me to understand what I'm saying. He will give you understanding. And it's not like you, as you are speaking in tongues, like you hear it in English so that you hear, no, 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 no. He gives you an understanding in your spirit. It happens. It's happened to me. In fact, this week it's happened to me twice. Where I had a dream. The moment I woke up, I knew the dream meant something. God was trying to say something to me. But I didn't understand the dream, so I began to speak in tongues. The moment I began to speak in tongues, I understood the dream. Whatever I was saying in tongues was the interpretation of the dream. That was why I understood the dream. Do you get it? Because the Bible says when you speak in tongues, you are speaking mysteries. So sometimes when I speak in tongues, immediately I know what I'm saying and it comes as a word of prophecy. And I begin to say it. So even here it has happened sometimes when I'm speaking in tongues. Then you see that now I begin to say something. Okay. So, when you pray, angels are at your service. Remember, Peter was arrested and put in jail. And he was relaxed and sleeping. The following day, they were going to kill him, but he was sleeping. Do you know, if the church had not prayed, that the following morning they will take Peter and they will kill him? He would have been killed if, he had, if the church had not prayed. But, Hadassah, read for me. Acts chapter 12. Amen. So Peter was arrested and the church began to pray without ceasing for him. As the church was praying, the Bible said, Behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him. If the church had not prayed, you know, the angel would be there and not do anything. But because of their praying, the angel received instruction from heaven. Go and deliver Peter from the prison. So quickly, the angel went and woke Peter up and said, follow me. And as they were going, the prison gates opened by themselves. You know, as they are going, boom, it just opens. And they go, and they go till he brought Peter out. And Peter was standing outside, and immediately the angel vanished. Whilst it was happening, and Peter was following the angel, Bible said Peter thought he was having a vision. He, he, he didn't know that whatever he was seeing was really happening. He thought he was having a dream or a vision. So when they got outside of the prison and the angel vanished, then he realized, oh, wow, this is really happening. And God has sent his angel to deliver me. Do you think that happens today? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God delivers people from accidents because of prayer. An accident will happen. It's happened. One, one, one uh, man of God was sharing. It was a plane crash. Everyone in the airplane died. Except him. The moment the thing crashed, 
he found himself outside the plane. Immediately, he was just outside. The plane was there. Everybody had died, but he was outside. Like it crashed and then he was outside? Yeah. Oh. That was angelic deliverance. They just pulled him out. You see, you walk around in this world, you think this world is all you see. You are joking. There is more to this world than what you see. Why do you think the, the Hindus people, they will cross their leg like that and chant? Some, some of them will chant uh, until they are hanging up in the air. Huh? You explain that with science. Um, Try and explain that with science. How they, how they can chant and then be levitated and hanging up in the, in the air. You see, so when you, are, when you go to school, it's good to go to school, and you try to, you, you become too rational, and you want to argue about everything. You see that you won't go far, because the world that we are living in, science can't explain everything. Science has its limitation. There is what we call the supernatural, and the supernatural is very real. Very, very real. But when you pray, angels will come. Number what? Seven. When you pray about everything, you will be able to take delivery of God's great promises. You'll be able to take delivery of God's great promises to us. God's promises can come into every situation. Judah, can you read for me? John chapter 16. Okay. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Ver verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Amen. Uh-huh. Um, Hitherto. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall, shall receive. That your joy be full. Amen. Hitherto just means up until this time, you have not asked anything in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. God has made a promise. No? Oftentimes, young, handsome men try to make promises to lovely, beautiful ladies. Say, I love you. I will marry you. Hey, I hate when guys say something like that. I hate when I hate when they say yeah, you're, you're my light, you're my world. I can't live like I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> they make promises. They say to the, they look at the lady, and say that you are blocking my view. I can't see anything else other than you. <laughs> you are the only granite in my garisokins. You are the only mosquito in my net. <laughs> Miss is going to bite you. <laughs> and they make wild promises. Are you guys listening? I will buy the piercing airport for you. <laughs> You'll buy the piercing? Piercing International Airport for you. Wow. Congrats to you. <laughs> Wild promises. You see, human beings are limited. People make promises, but because they are human beings and they don't control everything, it may not be that they 
want to break the promise, but it's just that they, there are some things that are beyond their control, so they cannot deliver on those promises. Some of us, our dads or uncles, may have promised us certain things that up until today, you know that it has not happened. <laughs> you are still waiting for the promise. Who is here like that? You are still waiting for some promise. Right? Someone promised you something, you are still waiting. But you know, guys, listen. Jesus, when he promises something, you bet that he's going to deliver on his promise. But there is one thing that will prevent Jesus' promise to you and me from happening. That thing is when you don't pray for his promise to happen. When you don't pray, the promise will be there. I am the Lord that heals you. He's promised to heal us. If you don't pray, you'll be sick and die. But if you pray, you can activate the promise. Are you with me? Yes. What if, he's, what if you're sick and then you pray for him? That happens too. So because that, that there is another promise of God that says that my grace is sufficient for you. It's not... When Paul was sick one time. Paul, the apostle, he was sick. And he was praying to God. God, heal me. God, heal me. He said, I prayed to the Lord three times about this. And God came to me and said, I won't heal you, Paul. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. What God was saying was that there is something higher that I want you to learn from your sickness. Right? God's will. That's what we're going to talk about. The will of God is above every other thing. So, if you pray, you can activate God's promise. What is God's promise? You shall be the head and not the tail. Have you heard, have you heard that being said? You shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. You'll be there and don't pray. And be walking about saying, I shall be the head and not the tail. It will surprise you that you carry the whole class on your head. <laughs> you know what it means to carry the whole class? It means you are at the bottom and everybody is on top. <laughs> now you understand what that means. You are the bottom and everybody is on top. Why would I want to be on the bottom? You don't want to be there. But if you don't pray, that can happen. So prayer will bring God's promises into your life. Number eight. Prayer will allow you to be able to destroy demonic power in every situation. Demonic power. Okay? Do you know that demons are real? Yeah. Yes, Vanessa. Okay, so demons don't die. So why do we go and say, um, die, die, die? Ah, demons don't die. Why do you say die, die, die? I mean, I don't say die, die, die. <laughs> I don't know why people say die, die, die. But I don't say die, die, die. I bind them and I cast them out. I don't say die. I bind. Jesus said, you shall, in my name, they shall cast out devils. Cast out. If I'm... If somebody comes in here and I'm casting the person out, what will I say? Get out. I rebuke you. I'll, I'll just say, get out. And that's what we say to demons. And Jesus also said, whatsoever you shall bind on earth, you shall be bound in heaven. So he gives me power to bind demons. And then in Luke, in Luke, he also says, behold, I give you power. I give you power over serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. 
and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Ha! I have power. I have power over snakes and scorpions. Those are all demons. Are, are spirits. You know that they are spiritual frogs. Are, are demons too? All forms of demons like to take the shape of all forms of animals. Animals. If you read if you read Revelation, listen. If you read the book of Revelation, the Bible talks of spiritual frogs, unclean spirits who were like frogs. The Bible talks of dragon, the old serpent, the dragon. Right? Is a dragon an animal? Yeah. But there's a demon spirit who takes the form of a dragon. Yes. So dragons are real. That's a topic for another, another time. That's a topic for another time. We'll talk about it another time. All right. What was I saying? Demons take on all different forms. Now, hello, listen. Do you know that demons like to take control of our lives? And force us to do things we don't want to do. Like our friends. Right. And so, some of the things we struggle with, it's demons that are, that are controlling us. Okay? Which is why you must pray. If you don't pray, demons will take over your life. If you don't pray. You can come around and sit in church. Demons will take over your life. I mean, if Satan could appear before God, what makes you think that demons can't take over your life if you don't pray? Right? Yes. So if I had a pet snake, would I have to get rid of him since he don't? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about physical things here. I'm talking about spiritual things. Okay, but what about, like, you know how snakes, like, like, they like... A snake was created by God, was he, was he not? Mm-hmm. So it's a creature of God. A snake is going to be in heaven. What has that got to do with you? I'm just trying. I just want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, guys, listen. What I was saying that if you don't pray, eh, demons can take over your life. And you just imagine with me what will happen to your life when demons take over your life. They, They will just totally destroy you. Have you seen people whose lives are a mess? It's, it's demons at work. You never see them. Demons, you, you don't see them, with your, but they are there. They are working. You know somebody, all of a sudden, they have a thought, I don't want to come to church again. You think that is your own thought. It's a demon who is telling you, don't go to church again. And then you'll be there. And then they'll bring all sorts of things, and you are there watching. It's demons. They're already taking over your life. Right? Because you don't pray. You don't pray. You just Snapchat, FaceTime, whatever. You spend time doing all, everything else but pray. But Jesus said, you can bind them and cast them out. Yes, Vanessa. All right. Last one. We're on number nine. Are we not on number nine? God, this is the 
underlying point. God expects you to pray about everything. And I'll just briefly touch on this. There was a king called King Ahaziah. was one of the kings of Israel. He was standing on, the, on his palace at the balcony. Right? And then he fell down from the top of the balcony, fell down. And of course, he became sick. As a result of that, about to die. The last point is God expects you to pray to him about everything. That is one reason why you must pray about everything. Because God expects you to pray to him about everything. So this king fell down, right, and became sick and was about to die. God was sitting quietly in heaven watching him, whether he would pray to him about healing him. God was expecting him to do that. But you know what the king did? The king, instead of praying to God, sent his servants to go to the, the gods of the Philistines, or, or the king of Samaria. Uh, the gods of the Philistines, the ba Baalzebub, the god of Ekron, which was a city in Philistine. He was a king of Samaria, which is Israel. Are you listening? So he sent his messengers, go to the Philistine gods and go and find out from them if I will be well or if I'm going to die. So the moment God saw that this is what the king had done, he sent Elijah the prophet, go and meet his servants as they are going on the way and go and tell the servants, is it because there is no God in Israel that you have sent your servants to go and inquire from the idols of the Philistines? Go back to your king and tell the king that I, God, I say he is going to die. He won't live. Because he did not pray to God, God cut off his life. God expects you to pray to him about everything. You know, he expects you to do that. To not try to figure things out yourself because you can't. You can't. You're struggling with something. You want to overcome it. God expects you to talk to him about it. God, I'm, I, I don't want to be doing this. I don't like it, Lord. I need you to help me. But you try to figure it out your own way like this, gain to go to the gods of the Philistines, and you try to find your own way to cope. God will cut you off. But you come to him in prayer and say, God, I need help. This thing is bothering me. Help me. You pray about it. God is supposed to pray about everything. Lord, last night I failed. Please, I don't want to fail again. Help me. Help me. You pray about everything. You know what everything means? Everything. God will help you. Oh. God will help you. Amen. Shemar, you have your hand up. This was this isn't really a question related to um, the what you're saying. But you see, I think in the I believe in the Bible it says that they'll do things in my name, but like Jesus will still say that he didn't know them. So what about like Catholics and all those people? Will they still go to heaven? Yeah. So We'll talk about that, okay? I want your questions to be related to what we're talking about. The the diff Jesus among other gods. Yeah. We didn't finish the series, so we'll do it another time. We'll, we'll, we'll do it again because we have we have uh, new faces here. We'll do it again. Now, guys, listen. We talked about nine reasons why you must pray about everything. It's almost time. 
So I don't want to talk about the will of God. I know. We have nine more minutes. So we'll talk about the will of God two weeks. But I want to say something. I want to say something. You know what? Maybe I'll talk about the will of God. In nine minutes. Listen. You, you, listen, okay? In nine minutes, your life can be changed. So listen. Everything that I've said, if you don't remember, remember this one. In Jeremiah 29, verse 11, who knows what the Bible says? Who knows? Hey! For, for hey! Something about plans. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Something about plans. For I know the that's the scripture there. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. You see, I want to close with this. Okay, that's why I thought of still adding it. I want to close with this. Now we're talking about you praying. When you go on your knees, what are you going to pray about? Your plans, your future. Your family's plans. You know, and, and how much of that prayer is God going to answer? Zero. Zero. God doesn't answer your plans. Okay, God's plans. God has his own plans for you, Irina. His own plans. Not what you want. Gabriel, God has his own plans for you. Before you were created, God already had a plan for your life. And one of the prayers that you must learn to pray, okay? One of the prayers that you must learn to pray is God. Let your plans for my life come to pass. Amen. Praying for the will of God to be done. That was one of Jesus' secrets in prayer. So, next week, we will talk more about that. Okay? Praying for God's will to happen. Because until you bring yourself there, you will make a lot of mistakes. I have escaped a lot of things because of this prayer. Remember I talked to you about um, the lady that I was going out with before Frida? Oh, yeah. And how that I always was praying, God, no matter what, even to the wedding day, if this person is not the one, let something happen so that I don't get married to her. I always prayed that. I always pray that prayer. I don't want to marry the one that you didn't plan for me to marry. It's a prayer all of you should be praying, even right now. I don't want to get married to the wrong person. Now, let me finish my story. No, but can I just quickly, because you know how you said um, even God like accepts marriage, like even if you marry the wrong person that God didn't want you to marry, he's still going to want you to stay in the marriage? Mm -hmm. But what if the person's like abusing you or something like that or cheating on you? Like, but he didn't mean for that person to marry you, but you went in the wrong path. God still wants you to stay in that relationship? That's a whole discussion. 
whole different discussion. We can't talk about that now. But the point is, God, because he is God, even when the devil thinks he's messed you up, he, God can work with a mess and make something beautiful out of it because he's God. But why should you put yourself in trouble and mess your life when you could have just asked God for his blueprint, his original plan, and put your choices and your decisions aside because your choices will destroy you. You didn't know? Your own choices. Bible says there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. So you think that you are choosing a nice ice cream, but you don't know that, that in that ice cream is poison, but you don't know it. And so if you are wise, one of the wisest prayers that you will ever pray in your life God, not my will, but your will be done in my life. So that's what we'll talk about next week, or not the, the following week, the praying for the will of God. You know, there are three wills that can happen. There is the will of man, which is also called the will of the flesh. Then there is the will of Satan, which is also called the will of the enemy. And then there is the will of God. All these three are in competition. And Particularly, the will of God, that one, is laid back. Right? The will of the, of the man or the flesh and the will of Satan, which is the enemy, Satan always works through the will of man. Okay? So it works through people to control and direct your life. And God's will is always relaxed. God's will is like almost sleeping. The only thing that brings God's will into action is prayer. So if you are there and you don't pray, God can have amazing plans for your life. All those plans will be sleeping. And the devil will actively be working out his plans for your life. Because you are prayerless. So next week I'll show you how Jesus prayed. How Jesus became who we know him to be because of his, this prayer that he prayed. Not my will but your will be done. Amen. Who wants to listen to that one? Next two weeks. Next two weeks. Don't miss it. Okay? Don't miss it. I've been praying that prayer for a long time now. I'm still praying it. Not my will, but your will be done. As new school year has begun, you don't think the devil has his will for you already in progress? There are some people that he has reshuffled and moved around to come to your class. Because of his will for you. Right? There are some friends the devil is strategically positioned in your way because of his will for you. And you don't pray for God's will to be done. You will make nice friends. You think you are making nice friends, but you don't know that this friend is the one who is going to take me away from God. So we'll talk about that next week. Or next two weeks. You got a question, Shema? So, when, do angels have like personalities? They have different personalities. So, like, when an angel likes to work alone or whatever and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, let's say that an angel that likes to work alone turned against God, would there not be other angels going with him, or would there still be other, or other angels? Going yep. At some point, we will talk about angels and demons. And then we will talk about that, okay? Now, let's pray. So, we'll in that, when we talk about angels and demons, we'll talk about the origin of angels, the origin of demons. We'll talk about what they do and what they are able to do and not to do and all of that.
Okay? Will you be interested in such a topic? All right. Now let's pray. Close your eyes. We're praying. We want to talk to God and say, Lord, I want to pray about everything. Help me. Help me. Help me. Pray. Pray. Karabadalos. Desavalabandas. Peros kishade bahatayas. Ikele mosudi bahatayas. Melom vradele mendos. Picaria nasundaralamendos. Oh, chevolom randeles. Pinari vasocle melosi varadales. Jesumana vadele coronolo brondile bidazea. To pray about everything. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. To pray about everything. Everything. Thank you, Lord. I'll ask you to be on your feet. Be on your feet. You guys want me to pray for you? I'm going to pray for you. Guys, be serious. There's something happening now. Be serious. Levarando sibriades que shows savarande semblando que shows avaradalas. Melon vradelemos que boriante su coronvos y balabandes. Mele barabades. Peshora vilemble no le quizamundas. Sheturiadalabelos. I'm going to bind evil spirits, demons that have affected your life, and I'm going to command them to leave. Okay? So I want you to cooperate with me as we pray. You may not sense anything, you may not feel anything, but something will happen, okay? Do you believe that prayer will bind the work of the enemy? Yeah. All right, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for power over demons and devils. In the name of Jesus, I exercise this authority over every power of the enemy that puts these ones in any form of bondage. I speak to you, demonic spirits. Your power over their lives is broken. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind every evil spirit that affects the lives of these ones standing right here right now. I bind you in the name of Jesus. 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 By the authority of his word, I command you, get out. Get out. Leave her. Leave her now. Get out. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I release the sword of the Lord right now through this place. The double-edged sword through this place. The double-edged sword through this place. I cut everything that has bound you. And I loose you now. In the name of Jesus, I cut it. I cut it. I loose you. Be made free. Be made free.
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Kares. Jevale bradekle no subradilia vladoske. Petola velombra nili kazeriatusa. Jesemenola varescle duske munda livadayas. Spirits that have been sent to direct the path of your feet away from God. I attack you now in the name of Jesus. You demons, I rebuke you. You will not take them away from God. Get out of their lives. I bind you in the name of Jesus. And I thwart your plans in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands. Do you want the mighty Holy Spirit to come upon you? The mighty Holy Spirit. The mighty Holy Spirit. Mighty Holy Spirit is coming upon you. Some of you now. Some of you. Mighty Holy Spirit is coming upon you. Mighty Holy Spirit is coming upon you. Rest upon your children, Holy Spirit. Spirit of might, come upon these ones. Melombra dilia bredoske shundas. bahatos. Zenvole paparitos kemendo siatesos. Mighty, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That which overcame you, you will begin to overcome it. By the spirit of might, you will no longer be beaten. But you will beat that which beat you. Because of the spirit of might that has come upon you. Receive that supernatural strength. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just thank the Lord right now. Thank him now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray that your face will shine upon these ones as they go out into the world, they go out into their classes, into school, to forever places they are going. Let your angels surround them to protect them. For your word says, I will give my angels charge over you. They will bear you up in their arms so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Let angels be dispatched for these ones as they walk about in school. Let them be distinguished by the spirit of wisdom. Thank you, Father, that your plan for their lives will come to pass. In Jesus' name, amen.